Welcome to Going Out Your Door, the podcast to get you out your door and on the road. My name is Marjorie Frymouth, and today we are talking packing, one of my favorite things to do before a trip. I actually really love packing. Not a fan of unpacking so much, but packing has all of that fun anticipation of getting ready for your trip and what am I going to need and all the fun things I'm going to do that will require these clothes and these shoes and all that fun stuff. So there's so many different ways that we could talk about this. I mean, depending on the type of trip that you're going on, whether you're doing just carry-on or checking luggage or you know, road trip or any of that kind of stuff. But today we're going to start pretty basic and just look at the idea of being a backpacker. So only traveling with a backpack. And I will say in my case, it's usually a substantially sized backpack. Um, It's definitely one of those that's like designed for hiking, um, like that kind of backpacking, but I use it for travel. Um, In the scheme of that kind of backpack, it's pretty small. I should actually look up the number of liters that it is because I know that that's how they measure them. But off the top of my head, I don't know, I would say a moderately sized backpacking backpack. And it has taken me all over the world, definitely the best investment I have ever made. So sturdy, like small enough that I can use it for easy trips, but big enough to fit like enough stuff in it that I can, you know, travel for a few weeks with no problem just with the backpack. So We're going to talk all kinds of random packing trips for the backpacker today. There are obviously more than this. I've tried to hit the top. I think I have like 15 or 16 based on my experience and research that I've done. But this is definitely a topic that we will revisit uh, in the future. The first thing I will say is that researching a topic like this is very funny because it probably comes from like sponsored posts and people or sites trying to get clicks on links for products that they're sponsored for or whatever. It's so funny to me when I see like, you know, how to how to minimize minimize your packing for a a backpacker trip or like how to pack the least amount possible. And then you click on it and they're like, bring a first aid kit. Like, no, (laughs) I'm not saying a first aid kit isn't valuable, but for the average traveler, unless you're like actually going camping or some sort of adventure based travel that you seriously risk getting hurt, like you probably don't need to bring an actual first aid kit. I usually have some band-aids in my purse and that serves me well. So don't buy more in order to pack less, except for in a few specific situations. Oh, that sounds so smart. That's like quotable. That was just off the top of my head. Um, wow, Marjorie. Okay, so number one, and this is actually something I have not used before, but it sounds awesome. The kind of backpacks that completely unzip down the front. So you're not loading them from the top, you're loading them from the front like you would a suitcase invest in that or at least explore that option. I think that sounds super cool. If I didn't have such a fantastic backpack or even then I might look into this because the worst thing about backpacks is that your stuff is stacked and trying to get to something on the bottom is so frustrating. So having a backpack that unzips down the front, you can lay it you know, on its side, on its back, and then open it like a suitcase sounds extremely convenient for me. I know I just said don't buy more in order to pack less, but this sounds like something that would be a really good investment if you are someone who backpacks frequently or really uses your backpack for travel. Number two, this is more of a philosophy. Try to start packing or envision in your head less than you need. Because in my experience, I think this is 
fairly universal. You always end up packing more than you initially thought. Anytime that I have traveled, anytime that I have moved, I'm like, oh yeah, I can fit all my stuff in like XYZ, whether it's a backpack or one suitcase or two suitcases, it always ends up being more than that. So in order to have a normal amount of stuff uh, by the time you go on your trip, in order to have like a decently packed backpack, try to start with less than you need because you can always, always add more, but it's really hard to pare down once you've overpacked in the first place. So if you do have that extra space, you can always add in those like nice to have items or like a third pair of shoes or something like that, but try to start with the bare, bare minimum. Number three, this is just great travel tip in general, invest... (laughs) I'm sorry, I said don't buy anything. Now I'm just telling you to buy all this stuff. But invest in a universal charger adapter. So different countries, different parts of the world have different outlets that they use for their plugs. This is starting to become less of an issue. More countries are adopting more of the the common shapes of plugs and all of that. And a lot of outlets are designed to fit multiple plug types these days, especially in hostels. But in general, you want to check the outlet type or the plug type of the region that you're going to and just make sure that you have that. When I first started traveling back when I was 20 years old heading to Vienna, my parents bought me a set of chargers that had all of the charger types and shapes around the world. You would just plug your charger into that and then that would plug into the wall. That's the adapter in in different shapes. But even that is a little bit obsolete now. I don't need to bring that whole bag with me because there's such a thing as like a universal one where it's just one little block and you can use different sides or pop out different like tongues or, or things to fit into the outlet. I'm not describing this in the technical words at all, but having just that one uh, singular device that can fit multiple different outlets is really, really convenient when you're traveling, especially if you're trying to save on space and don't want to bring a bunch of different chargers or plug types. So universal charger adapter situation. Number four, if you are a reader, I know this is controversial because I know a lot of readers who are like purists and only want to use or only want to read real books. And I totally understand, but I suggest investing in an e-reader. I know some people can also just read on like their phone or regular tablets. Um, I don't have a tablet. I would never read on my phone just because I don't like that actual screen situation and it's too small. I like the classic Kindle. My Kindle is ancient. I bought it in, geez, 2013 when I graduated from college and I'm still using the same one. So it's very, very old, great investment. And it's that sort of matte, it's not the paper white, but it's got that matte finish. So it's a lot easier to read on than reading on like a phone screen, for example. But invest in an e-reader because books, as much as I love them, are heavy and they take up a lot of space. So it's great to be able to have any book at your fingertips and have tons of them on one singular device. One thing I've also done when I'm traveling is sort of have a book on rotation. So pick up a book and then drop it at like a used bookstore or one of those little, you know, take a book, leave a book, lending library situations. So you are able to read multiple books. You just never have to carry more than one at a time. That's also another option. Number five, this is classic. I feel like this is the most classic packing tip ever for any situation. I feel like it was probably my mom who told me this way back in the day, but there have actually been scientific studies about it. It is true. In order to save space, don't fold your clothes, roll your clothes. 
If you want more information, look it up. Um, But that is a classic tip, and it is true. If you roll things, they take up less space than folding them, so that's a great way to fit things into a backpack. Another idea, which I have actually not tried this either, but I saw this in many places, is using packing cubes. Now, again, if you're packing in a backpack, you don't have a lot of space to begin with, so this is more for suitcases, but I did see people them, people using them in backpacks as well, just as a way to segment your clothes or what you have in your backpack and not have to just dig through everything in order to find what you need. The way I do it is sort of like, packing cubes by default. I do my clothes in like two or three layers in the bag. It's usually like, you know, pants and shorts, depending on the climate, and then tops as another layer, and then like underwear and all that stuff as the third layer. And because I pack so tightly, those layers just get kind of like compacted together. And then if I need to get something from the bottom layer, I can just lift out an entire layer of clothes at a time, kind of like its own packing cube. Uh, But that's how it works out for me. But I did see a lot of recommendations for packing cubes. Number seven, this is always critical for me. And when I forget it, it's so annoying. Bring an empty bag for your dirty clothes, your dirty laundry. Doesn't have to be fancy. I usually just use like a plastic grocery bag. I know it's not eco-friendly. And then that can just get filled with dirty clothes and shoved in wherever it fits. And it's one of those things you don't realize you need it until you need it. And the first night of your trip, you take off the clothes you were wearing and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know where to put these because I don't want to mix them in with all my clean clothes. It's great to have that bag. Number eight. Especially if you are using a traditional backpack that you load from the top, pack in order of importance and or need. If there are things you know you're going to need to get your hands on first, whether they're things like for the airport, like liquids that you will need to take out for security or snacks, or even like once you get to your destination, will you need pajamas first or toothbrush, toothpaste, all that stuff, save those for the top of your bag. Um Whereas if there's things you brought just in case that you might not need, like a sweatshirt or whatever, those can go way down at the bottom. So try to anticipate in what order you're going to need things because it'll just make your life that much easier later on. Number nine, I want to use the Joey meme from Friends for this one where he shows up wearing is like all of Chandler's clothes. I can't remember. Wear your bulkiest items. So if you are bringing a jacket or a coat or a pair of boots or something, wear those when you travel. It might be a little annoying depending on what they are and the climate, but that's a great way to save yourself extra space. Another thing that I do is I stuff, or not stuff, I carefully thread (laughs) either a jacket or a sweatshirt through the straps on my backpack, usually the ones that are like between my back and the backpack, um, just so that it's being carried, but it's not actually taking up any space within the backpack. Number 10, if you have a backpack with lots of extra little pockets and external things, utilize those exterior pockets. I always have tissues and chapstick in mine and usually my water bottle. And also if I'm bringing like flip flops, I'll just stuff those in an extra in the outside pocket and put the strap around it so they don't fall out. But just make sure that you are utilizing every bit of space in your backpack to get the most out of it. And going back to the beginning, number 11, don't overpack. Just a reminder, (laughs) because I'm just thinking of this in order, like sort of in order of your trip. And now we're actually like on in the airport or on the airplane. 
and it is up to you to carry your backpack. Assuming you're traveling by yourself, but even if you're with other people, they probably have their own stuff. So you have to be able to carry it and you also have to be able to lift it into like overhead compartments. So make sure that it is a weight and also a size, but a weight that you are fully comfortable dealing with, capable of dealing with, just to make sure that you can handle it. And people are always super nice. People try to help me with my bag all the time and I really appreciate it. But I'm also like, I got this. Like I've been doing this for a while. I know how it works. And you know, if you try to help me get it down from the overhead compartment, you're actually just making this more complicated. I can do it. (laughs) I do appreciate it when people try to help. Just make sure that your bag is something that you can totally handle. Number 12, This is more of a fashion thing, so like maybe don't totally take my advice, but pack outfits that can be mixed and matched and reworn and maybe fit multiple different situations. Um, I've been told that neutral colors are good for this, just so that you can bring a limited amount of clothes that can be used lots of different times in different situations, and you don't have to bring a different outfit for everything that you're going to do. So again, neutral colors and things that can maybe do double duty as like casual sightseeing clothes, but are maybe like a little bit classier and could take you to a night out or a restaurant or something like that if necessary, if that's how you choose to travel. I found that really convenient before in the past because bringing something that like only fits one thing that you're going to do is just annoying than when you have it in your bag and you only wear it one time. Number 13, if you are like me and you have a full-on apothecary of skincare items, I know it's hard, but pare them down just to the basics, like your cleanser and your toner and your moisturizer and sunscreen, and like try to keep it as simple as possible and try to choose things that work for both day and night. Like I have a morning skincare routine, I have an evening skincare routine, and generally when I'm at home, those are different products. But when I'm traveling, I try to choose things that I can use for both times of day just to you know minimize the amount of products that I am bringing. And then once you have that pared down, Put what you have into smaller bottles or buy travel size if you want to invest in that. Not just because if you're flying, you have the three ounce, 100 milliliter security TSA liquid rule, but also just to save space. Like you don't want to be lugging around full size bottles in your bag. Number 14, speaking of full speaking of full-size bottles, invest in a reusable water bottle. I know this is like old news at this point. Most of us have them, which is great. And airports in recent years have started to put in the uh, water dispensing (laughs) locations for bottles, not the water fountains, but the ones for bottles, which is fantastic. Make sure it is empty when you are going through security. Yes, I have been in a situation where I had to drink half a liter of water. Well, I don't know if I had to. I didn't see a sink to dump it out, and I also knew that I was a little bit dehydrated at that point, so I made the choice to stand in the line for security and guzzle half a liter of water rather than getting out of line to dump it out. It was an airport that, I, like I said, I don't think they had sinks right there at security. So I have done that before, so make sure that it is empty when you are heading to security. Number 15, I guess this should have gone earlier if we were thinking in chronological order, but only bring two pairs of shoes, if that. If you can get away with one pair of shoes, that is fantastic. Try to limit it to two pairs, whether it's like 
sneakers for sightseeing and outdoor activities and like flats or heels for going out or whatever your two most important kinds of activities are, try to limit it to that. One of them might be flip-flops for showers. If you're staying in hostels, that's always something I try to have. And also just flip-flops are good to have in general, unless you're going to like a really cold climate that you know you're not gonna need them. But that's something that is really convenient just to have in your bag. Like I said, I always just stick them in an outside pocket and uh, put that strap around them so they don't fall out. Totally convenient, fairly small in terms of space. And the last one for now, number 16, padlocks. Bring at least one small padlock, but two is probably better. You can use them on your backpack. You can use them in hostel lockers. You never know what you might just need to lock up. They're great to have, also very small. So there you have it, very, very short and sweet. My first 16 tips on how to pack if you are a backpacker. I would love to know what your go-to tips and tricks are. If you've done this before, do you have anything that you must bring with you regardless of how light you're traveling? Do you have any really awesome ways to save space or cut down what you need to bring? Or if you're planning a trip and you've never traveled with just a backpack before, do you have any other questions? Would love to talk more about this. Like I said, I love packing. It's fantastic. It's a great way to anticipate an upcoming trip. So you can send any of those stories, tips, tricks, advice, questions, anything to goingoutyourdoortravel at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook for more travel content and all things travel related at Going Out Your Door and on Twitter at Going Out Your. And I will talk to you next week on Going Out Your Door. <laughs>